Yeah, I jumped ahead of the next episode just to see what happened. I was like, I gotta see, I gotta see, just like the first five minutes. So what happened? Well, I'm not gonna tell you. God damn it! <laughs> Uh, welcome to another episode of Pod Jaiba, the Pajaiba television podcast. Uh, I'm Pajaiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura, and with me, as always, are Pajaiba managing editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And the gentleman podcaster himself, Dustin Rolls. Hello, Dan. Oh, that was awful. That sounds um, like a lie. You're a that's... gentleman podcaster. I was stealing it from the pirate mo- show. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm no gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Obviously, we're going to be talking about uh, Our Flag Means Death, uh, the new HBO Max show, among others. Uh, there was too much TV, so there's some stuff we might get to later, like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get Picard later. Uh or uh, Shining Veil, which is something Dustin swears is a show. Um, but uh, It's not even on Spectrum. Yeah, so, Ooh. you know, who, who, who said who it? Cares, it who cares? Who cares? <laughs> uh, but before that, uh, as always, we want to know, what's everyone drinking? Um, Dustin, why don't we start with you? Oh, okay, so I have a story. Oh. oh. Well, it's not a great story, but it's a great story to well, me. okay. I'm really I... conflicted now. What's happening? No, I'm just so I have been stuck in my home because we have been immunocompromised kids, so I haven't been able to go out. But we sent him to Vermont for two weeks, and uh, on Saturday, and I was able to send the twins to a birthday party at a bowling alley, and right around the corner was it, it like twelve thirty on a Saturday afternoon. It was raining and it was cold, but I was able to sit outside by myself at a brewery and drink. Austin Street uh, beers and I got it like I went up and I said I, I would like to buy uh, a patina and she was like would you like to try something else like that and I was like yes please and she goes oh so you're a pale ale guy which made me feel really important somehow <laughs> she's like oh you're an you're an IPA guy and I guess oh, well, I guess I am I thought so, you weren't though you always I, say you're not whatever. I know I'm not but I thought I wasn't but you know I like IPAs, I guess. I don't know. But she gave me three, and I ended up buying uh, uh, three six-packs of them and bringing them home. And I have one, and it's called... Uh, I don't even know. It's called uh, Free Friction. Austin Street Brewery. Free Friction. Portland, Maine. Craft beer. Delicious. <laughs> it has notes of pineapple. Does it have notes of pineapple? It does, yes. And okay. I drink it by myself. On a table outside in the rain by myself. Delicious. Wonderful. You said by myself like four times. Yes, I know. Whatever. <laughs> I, had to, I had to stress that because, you know, I can't be around people right now. Was right. there was there an umbrella at least? Or were you kind of like sad Keanuing it? Like Yeah, I think it was more table. sad Keanu. It was like drizzly rain. It wasn't like pouring. It was just like, you know, spitting. Yeah. But I loved it. It was like a wonderful 45 minutes of my life. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Tori, what about you? Um, I went and picked up, because I haven't had it in a while, that uh, Blackberry Bramble Sour Beer mm. from Stone Corral. I was like, I want something fruity. 
So I'm drinking that and I may need to go down and get another can of it because we had a longer pre-pod than I expected. <laughs> so, you know, let's see. Let's see if this lasts. I'm guessing it will not. Mm-mm. Well, you know. Those sours go down quick. They go down so easy. Uh, as for me, I have a new uh, addition to the that I found in the magic uh, liquor cabinet. Ooh. Uh, it was no, it was it was a gift uh, from a coworker uh, because the, uh, the the work I've been doing may be wrapping up, might be coming to an end, might be uh, there might be you might want to watch Kung Fu Wednesday, March. Ninth, which is the day this podcast is out. So, Why would we want to do that? Well, just if you're curious. But anyway, it was uh, the um, first season was great, Dustin. I don't know if you watched. Oh, sure, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, the uh, the but I, anyway, I uh, I have a bottle of mezcal. Uh, I think it's called Verde. Oh. Uh, and I'm drinking it with some. Uh, a friend of mine uh, had has an orange tree and has a thing every year where he gives away a ton of oranges and orange juice. Uh, and so I'm drinking uh, fresh orange juice from the tree with uh, mezcal, which I don't know what that's called, but it's good. Well, that is fancy Dan drink. Mm. Yeah. It's a very fancy Dan drink. Um, speaking of fancy, <laughs> let's jump into our first show featuring the, the fanciest of pirates. Uh, oh, shoot. I should have known his name. Steed Bonnet. Steed Bonnet. Thank you, Tori. Uh, Our Flag Means Death, the new HBO Max comedy um, created by David Jenkins, who uh, created uh, uh, People of People Earth. People of right? Earth. Yeah. The TNT comedy with White Snack. And uh, directed by Taika Waititi. Uh, first three episodes dropped last week. And... Um, I, wa- I definitely watched one <laughs> because I, like things happen and sometimes people take naps is all I'm going to say. But uh, Naps but, happen to everyone. Naps happen. At, at times. Uh, but what do you guys think? I mean, both of you watched all three, I think? Yes. Um, so I, I liked it. Um, I guess I was expecting something because it's like, you know, HBO has set a pretty high bar in terms of comedies. Um, and especially considering, you know, it, it's, it's, so it's exec produced by Taika and, you know, looking at his involvement in like Flight of the Concords, other shows, like I kind of was expecting it to be a bit more, um, format breaking. And so I think I was a little bit surprised early on cause it's very kind of, it just is a workplace comedy. It's kind of a very initially very kind of formulaic like it's there's an uh, an awkward boss and his you know co-workers who are you know his his underlings who in this case kind of want to murder him and and take over the ship um but as it goes on there's like great guest stars there's some funny jokes there's some good stuff it just it kind of felt very like gentle and pleasant rather than like you know mind-blowing um but it's based on a real pirate who actually meets up with and, and gets uh, betrayed by Blackbeard, um, who Taika is going to play. So I think that the future episodes will get more interesting when it's uh, kind of following that as opposed to, I, like, I think it's still going to be kind of just like sitcom feeling, but um, 
I don't know, maybe there there's more kind of murder, <laughs> potentially, and more backstabbing and more, um, I don't know. What did you think, Dustin? Um, I did not have high expectations, and I thought it was better than I expected, and which, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. It was amusing, and I liked the cast, and um, Jesus. What was that? Thunder. Wow. Yeah. Haven't seen anything like that in a while. Um, uh, yeah, and Nat Faxon, I love. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, the lead guy from Jumanji is great. Yeah, Rise Darby, who also, yes. he was Murray in, uh, in Flight of the, the Concourse. Concourse. Yeah. yeah. It's very much that sense of humor. And I like that sense of humor, but I don't know that it can sustain more than uh, the vampire show. What we do in the shadows. I feel like, you know, there's a good place for that. And we don't need like a five or six of those shows. But I also, but I don't think, because like what we do in the shadows, I had the whole mockumentary feel. Like this doesn't. No, it right. doesn't. But it just has that, that very, I don't know, I, that Taika sense of humor. Yeah. Um, I will say like the guest stars in it so far have been the, the best parts to me at least mm-hmm. um there's a i think by episode three um they have leslie jones as this like pirate queen mm-hmm. with like a bunch of husbands um and one of her husbands who's obsessed with her is fred armison oh, and okay. then in like the first i think it's the, the first episode and then carries into the second episode uh rory kinnear mm-hmm. is uh plays like another like a british naval captain who was childhood friends with with steed bonnet and uh and like bullied him like always made fun of him and so he's he's supposed to be like patrolling the waters making sure that there aren't pirates and he'd heard rumors that steed was a pirate but he's like there's no way you're a pirate you're like you're ridiculous like you can't possibly um and steed ends up accidentally killing him and so for the next episode it's ghost uh Rory Kinnear with a like a little sword through his eye, like through his whole skull, <laughs> just like as a figment of Steed's imagination, just yelling at him. Um, and God, I love that. I just I really wish the whole show was just, just like I wish he'd stuck around. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think there are like these bright spots. But yeah, I think a lot of it is it's funny. It's very amusing. It wasn't like mind-blowing yet mm-hmm. does so since i've only seen the first episode i'm just curious does uh claudia odority come back she played the wife in flashbacks um only in mm. flashbacks so far that okay. i've seen um just because i remember enjoying her on uh uh what's a show called love mm. the gillian jacobs all rust Oh yeah, Netflix I remember show. that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the the weird Australian roommate. Ah, I remember her. Yeah, I I, I think it's strange that or funny that um, at least the next two weeks they they put this on Thursdays, which right. I guess is the HBO Max slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of on Sunday nights where they don't have anything following winning time right now or next week, I don't know if they're gonna. But they're also but, burning it off. They're doing the made for love thing. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you're right. This is a this is an HBO Max show, right? Not an HBO show. Yes, but I'm sure they could 
That's why they swap things around if they needed to. Right. Two different departments, Dustin. <laughs> I understand. Brands like, matter, Dustin. Yeah. Just like FX is... on Hulu versus yeah. FX. Sure, sure. But winning time is just, they're just airing it twice. Before HBO, HBO does that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So well, they usually have two up. comedies on after the big show. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Well, but I just thought that was unusual, matters. okay? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> anyway, are, are the two of you going to keep watching? Yes. Yeah. All right. I also am going to, even though I only saw the first episode. Well, uh, when, you know, you can't nap all the time. You'll have, right. there'll be moments where you're awake and can. I mean, I can, I can nap quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there there's also like the the time before and after naps where you're still lying down, but you're just like, let me just watch something, you know. Yeah, so. I always hate it when you take the nap and it's like you fall asleep, but you're not. It's like nighttime, and you have you have to wake up to go to bed. Oh yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. You have to like peel your contacts off. Oh. Yes. <laughs> At a certain point, and I always have that thought of like, what if I just stayed on the couch? Like, I'm an adult. I don't have to go yeah, to bed. Mm-hmm. Totally. But then you never, I feel like you never sleep well. You do stay on the couch. That's true. But for the period of the nap, right. you were sleeping really well. Right, right. Yeah. Nap um, strategies. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Here, here's how it relates <laughs> to TV, Dustin. Uh, if you're too tired or... Or two, like either on you know before or after a nap, uh, you're not going to be in the right mood for a comedy because your body is not going to be able to process it. That's just science. Uh, I agree with it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm anyway. not awake enough to have a sense of humor. Yeah. Which. There's a joke there about Dustin being tired all the time no, based I'm on not. what he finds funny on SNL. The but gentleman I'm not, not going to make that joke. I so. no longer watch SNL at night. I always watch it on Sunday mornings now. Right, because you'd be tired. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say you no longer watch it and <laughs> you you've just, just been up. making up the sketch <laughs> ratings. <laughs> I find that I'm in a much better mood uh, in the morning when I don't have to watch the commercials and... Uh, it goes by so much quicker. Mm-hmm. So that's why the uh, scores might, might maybe slightly higher. And I'm in a much better mood because when it airs here, it's because they air at the same time as the East Coast, it's on at 8.30. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's the dream. So, yeah, so yeah. it's on at 8.30. It's done by 10 if I watch the whole thing. And uh, You got that time Oscar for episode. a pre, pre-night nap? Yeah, a little, little pre Pre-night post-dessert nap. Yep. Wait. Yeah. You could have slept through this week's episode, though. It was a snoozer. Except Uh, for uh, update. I liked update. There were some fine sketches, Dustin. Mm -hmm. You didn't like the Sarah Sherman's uh, meatball song? I did not. I hated that one. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like like her sketches are going to take... The, uh, the place oh. of good neighbor for you where you're going to be like I don't understand this sense of humor I don't understand why anyone enjoys this and for the people who love it it's their favorite sketch did you love it? I liked it it's very weird but her, her humor is very weird like that's the first one that felt purely like oh this is her like just her writing stuff meatball 
things. She just she just does like absurdist stuff and kind of gross out comedy. Uh, kind of her brand, from what I understand. It was gross. Uh, what I wanted to know was where was Aristotle Atari? Uh, maybe that's why the show did not do well because he yeah. was. I haven't not, seen him in yeah, a while. He was he was only uh, an extra in the opening sketch on the phones. That's the only time he was on screen. Did they decide he's too handsome for like? It is possible he might be too handsome for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah Pete Pete Davidson hasn't been there in a couple of weeks either. He's probably filming something. Yeah. I mean, that's why part of why they have such a big cast now, right? Is because so many of them cycle in and out. Hmm. Is my guess, but. Well, yes, time to date Kim Kardashian. Well, but that might be. Well, I don't. Oh. I don't think the dating would get in the be a problem, but like it might be a security thing. I mean, there was for a good week or two there. Kanye was. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's. It was not good. Not cool, Kanye. Yeah. That's true. So. Anyway, that was our flag main staff. HBO Max <laughs> show. Uh, which I definitely forgot to mark down the time code, so that's okay. I'll have to figure it out in editing um, later, which we definitely. That's what the fast forward button is for, y'all. <laughs> well, we what? have to give them the time code. Because you mean because they don't want to listen? No, to you just all of our intelligent rambling. Yes, perhaps you just click that fifteen second button until you get to the part you like, which is me, obviously. And is that yeah. your segue for pieces of her? Oh. <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> Not really. All right, Justin. Tell us Go all about pieces of her. Pieces of her just sort of came out of nowhere, but it's, I think it was a, well, it was the number one show on Netflix this weekend, uh, which is why I watched it, because I'm a sucker for things that everybody else is watching. <laughs> no undiscovered gems for you? <laughs> nope, I'm a lemming. Uh, uh, it's Tony Collette and uh, and Bella Heathcote, who plays her daughter. They are in a small town. Uh, things are going well until uh, Tony Collette interrupts like a, a shooting, and she becomes a hero. And the local news covers it. And once she's on the news, um, somebody discovers somebody from her past sees her and uh, comes after her and it unravels a lot of secrets about her and, and that her daughter finds out simultaneously while she's trying to run from these people. So her daughter is trying to unravel the mystery of her past while Tony Collette is trying to sort of manage it, I guess you would say. I don't want to say too much about it because it would spoil it though it's not a particularly good show cause, because as soon as you find out what's going on and then it sort of loses its steam. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is whatever the secret, is it worth it? Like, is it a good secret? Well, I mean, the the big secret comes out in about the third or fourth episode and after that it just kind of, like, limps the rest of the way. I mean, it's fine. It's Tony Collette. She's fantastic. And, you know, it's... The mystery is compelling enough to keep you hitting next but I wouldn't say it's something I would seek out what's the mystery <laughs> Penny wants to know too yeah yeah and you want me to spoil it well yeah because we'll just you know if you don't want it spoiled just hit the 15 second button 
people? Um, Tony Collette's character is in the witness protection program and um, like her boyfriend from when she was a kid who killed her father uh, found out and is coming after her. That's a pretty good secret. Yeah. Is the boyfriend the father of the daughter? Oh, so so she's finding out that her dad's a murderer. Yes, but also like uh, she finds out that her uncle is up to be vice president and the guy from the past has like some blackmail that he could use against the potential vice president. And so they're trying to stop that too. I mean, that seems, like, excessive. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. need all of that? You don't. No. It, it would have been a fine two-hour movie. Yeah. It's one okay. of those. Well, thank you for telling us. You're welcome. Now you don't have to bother. Yeah, I was going to say, Podjiva, we, we provide a service. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he ruined the show for you. Exactly. <laughs> Is it ruined if it saved people time, Dustin? Well, if they were going to watch it anyway, because they saw it was number one on Netflix and they felt compelled to. That's a you thing. Now I've taken all the joy away from them. I don't think it's just me. I feel like people were going to watch it because of Tony Collette. Yeah. And Terry O'Quinn's in it, too. Well, oh. He plays the, uh, the father who gets killed. Oh. So flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about Pieces of Her. Why is the title called Pieces of Her? I guess Pieces of Her Past. Oh, I guess. Mm. I thought it was going to be something where she had, like, multiple personalities. No. When you kept uh, referring to it in Slack, I thought thought it was... I kept thinking it was, like, a TV version of the Katie Holmes movie, and then I realized that was was Pieces of April. But that was fantastic. I don't remember it at all. I mean, I saw it, and I don't remember it. It's the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. There are only two. There's that one and Home for the Holidays with Robert Downey Jr. Which Isn't is Isn't Planes, Trays, and Automobiles a Thanksgiving oh, movie? fuck. It is. Never mind. It's the <laughs> second best. You gotta rethink this whole thing. Movie. Yeah, sorry. I definitely thought Pieces of Her was like a Meryl Streep thing. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah. I could see that. Right? Yeah. It was like kind of serious, prestige It's like the It's like her 12th Oscar nomination. Yeah. He doesn't win, now, but, you know. Aren't you curious stuff. what you have as your thumbnail for pieces of her now? No, I'm not looking. I'm not opening Netflix again, Dustin. You All can't right. make me. I'm just curious. What I, did I you have? Uh, I have, like, Tony Collette, big face, uh, and then her daughter beneath her. I feel like everyone would have Tony Collette, but you would have Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> like, <laughs> somehow. All right. I have Tony Collette talking to someone and we're over the other person's shoulder. Uh, it doesn't really look like much, to be honest. Well, that's accurate. I can't I can't open it right now. That's fine. We've, uh, uh, listeners, we've become obsessed with the idea of the thumbnails on Netflix being different for different people and what it says about you that your particular thumbnail for a particular movie or television show is different from someone else's. Yeah, and FYI, guys, um, I at least had Chadwick Boseman for 21 Bridges. Yeah. 
you guys had what? J.K. Simmons, who's got yeah. a very small role in the movie. But, you know, he's an older white man. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. Think, they don't think highly of us. <laughs> Thanks. Well, Netflix look, I have a whole row just for Japanese shows, so take that. Dustin. I do not. I do not. Uh, it is uh, but also, yes, I also, I also had J.K. Simmons. I had I a whole role like, for serial killer shows. <laughs> <laughs> There's also like seven people who use my Netflix account, so you know, it's not all me. That's true. Yeah, your your algorithm is probably uh it's not fair. No. Let's say Justin, that. I don't think you're supposed to say that out loud. Oh, apologies. Netflix. Well, I'm not I'm not editing because as you know we have a strict <laughs> no editing policy. They do. Everything everything here is uh, everyone hears it and knows it at all times um unlike the uh hit apple show which is our next topic perfect segue uh severance we're coming back to it after a week away um mostly i think to talk about the ending is that right mostly the ending although one moment i want to talk about first oh yes uh Christopher Walken reaching out and touching John Turturro's hand. Oh, oh yeah. So sweet. Okay, but was that also the most romantic thing you've seen on television? It, it really was. It, right? It was lovely. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. I Especially it. knowing that, like, the way that these, because these characters are set up in, in a way where they know, they don't, you know, they don't know anything other than, you know, their work lives. So this, it had, like, a very like first love kind of feel to it yeah um which was which was very sweet and there's that yeah like they don't know if they're married they don't know what they're you know Mm -hmm. anything in the outside world um yeah i just i thought it was so sweet there's a lot of the those smaller interactions and how they're the way that they're kind of developing that idea of the the split lives Mm -hmm. um and I think it's really interesting. I thought that was a great way in kind of exploring this, like, you know, these older gentlemen maybe maybe having a flirtation in the office. Um, because especially when it's... they One of the things that they drive home this, this episode was uh, it's mostly Helly um, continuing in her pursuit to try and, and leave, like, quit this job. Right. Um, and every time she has a problem, it's like she thinks she's free. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets in the elevator and she gets out of the elevator a second later in new clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's it's that idea of like you can't if you've had an exhausting day at work, your next memory will be showing back up at work. You don't get to appreciate your time outside. Um, but she also she was in the break room. She had to do that whole, you know, like recite that apology for like a thousand times um she finally like forced them to film a resignation to give to her outside personality Mm -hmm. to tell that like to be like no you need to quit this job Mm -hmm. and she shows back up at work gets a a video back a response being like i am and from from her outside personality being like i am the real person here you do not you are not real Mm -hmm. i make the decisions you do not and so it's also just like completely dehumanizing. Right. Her Audi is like cold, man. Yeah. But I also, there's got to be a secret there. Like, why is this woman doing this? Right. Like, because that's the other thing. Like, she's new. Like, we know what Mark is getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we don't really know what, you know, John Turturro or the other guy, like, are getting at. But, like, based on their general personalities, it's like, they're they're into office. They're they're kind of they they seem prone to be drones, right? Kind of thing. They seem they seem generally okay with it. Yeah, um, but we know like Mark is getting something very specific out of it, and theoretically, Petey was as well until he like changed his mind. But Helly, like, we don't know why she took this job and why she's so hell bent right on keeping it. Right. So I think she's maybe involved with whatever Petey was involved in. Right. Or there might be, yeah, some kind of infiltration kind of thing. Oh, going on. Um, that makes sense. But because of course, that would also explain why she's so against this place. And so, like, her, her inner, because it's still her personality. Right. Like she's, she's, she's fighting against it because, you know, she would. She would anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the end of the episode, you know, not knowing any of this and being so kind of distraught, uh, Helly tries to kill herself or she she takes a a power cord into the elevator and like hangs herself mm-hmm. uh so and that's kind of the cliffhanger ending so i don't really know where that's gonna go yeah and dustin uh claims that he does know well i, I watched the next few minutes the next episode because i couldn't help it it's like does she live does she live does she live i have to know now and but i'm not gonna tell you mm. why you told us about pieces of her yeah i did but you're gonna watch Severance. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, what was the? Do you think? I, I'm. I, I was trying to figure out what the point of this was. So again, Dustin, you'll have to abstain, uh, or you can hint at stuff like an evil person. Uh, but is there a significance to picking the elevator because the elevator is where they transit from? You know, between their inner and outer personality so like was there do you think that this is rather than like a hanging do you think that this is like a like the ideal version of this the ideal outcome for her is that she wakes up as her outer self hanging like she's not dead she's she's like choking and she's like oh my god what the fuck like you know like it's sending a message i thought about that Mm -hmm. um or just revenge like Mm -hmm. you know the the outer self gets to have the final moments i also wondered if it was just a purely logistical like she knew she could pop the panels Mm. in the elevator but she Mm. might not have been able to do anything to the to the ceilings inside the office right right so it might have just been like the most convenient place for her to to do Mm. that um there was another thing and i wondered what you guys made of this um the so the, one of the developments this, this episode was obviously the fact that John Turturro uh, and Christopher Walken kind of can deepen their friendship, visited each other's offices. And the implication was that Christopher Walken's department, which does like design, um, that there's just two workers there. It's him and this other person. Mm-hmm. But then John Turturro went back and like opened a door and I think... I thought it was it was like this whole room full of other people doing in the same lab coats. It was, but weren't they next to like, didn't it look like they were next to like mainframes or something like computer systems or something like that? Yeah, so maybe they were just it was a different department that he witnessed. I think it was maybe a it was almost like the design department was like the facade for, you know, the secret department or whatever. Something like that. But it's very interesting, like the the they're not allowed to have maps. Everything is meant to like isolate the department so they don't really encounter each other. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and then, yeah, um, Patricia Arquette's character continuing to be super creepy outside of the office and like befriending I... Mark and, and drilling the chip out of PD's dead brain. Yeah, that was, that was kind of confusing and how Adam Scott Mark could go to the funeral as his Audi. What do you mean? Wait, he went. He went. Yeah, to the he funeral went to the funeral. Yeah, as his Audi, right? Yes. Yeah, because he'd had Petey in his yeah. house. Yeah, so he, he like still remembers Petey from at least the last week or two weeks right. or whatever, however long that was. Okay. Um, but he had to lie to her, mm -hmm. uh, because he was just like, "Oh, yeah, no, I just, you know, we went to the." I knew he worked at Lumen as well. So I thought maybe I knew him on the inside, like kind of plays it off. as like, he's just being nice. Right. Um, but you start seeing like the way PD's family treated Mark, you right. know, it's, it's very like, there's a lot of resentment around people who, who choose to, to be severed. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, I see. Well, they were talking to him as though he actually knew him, but he didn't really know him except for that. Right. And when they figured that out, they're like, yeah, you don't yeah they know. turned very cold. But he didn't have other people from his work there because he wouldn't have because they didn't know him or. Well, if yeah. he did, we didn't know them. Right. Or we didn't right. see We didn't meet them. Put it that way. And he probably wouldn't know them. All right. <laughs> I do. It's interesting that. Um, Two protagonists are oppositional. Like the Heli and Mark are the two protagonists, but they're also like uh, oppose each other. Yeah, but I, it, it's weird because a lot of time is spent with Heli, but I never quite. She never feels like the protagonist to me. Oh, hmm. Mm. Like it feels like a Mark show, and she's just sort of like. I mean, she's important, oh, but you like never she, she's like yeah. the, she's like always the B story. It seems like yeah. Oh, I felt like there were sort of co leads, but we never see her outside. We only follow Mark that out. That is of... true. No, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I suspect we will. You think we so? Have to at some point. I want to know what John Turturro is up to. <laughs> do you think they're like lovers on the outside and then they broke up and they were so distraught that they did the severance and then they came inside and now they're meeting again and i hope so or maybe on the outside they think that they're straight and it's just that when they're in the inside they like found mm -hmm. somebody and and i just i just love it i'm just saying like look it was the sweetest thing i've seen <laughs> and there's been a lot there's plenty of romance out there but that little hand oh Christopher Walken, man, he still got it. He still got. No, I can't do it. This Were you trying boy. to do a Christopher I'm, Walken yes, voice? Yes, I was. I Will was. you do it again? Go ahead. Nope. No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would come out right. It didn't. What not. if you did Christopher Walken singing? Oh. <laughs> I can't walk. No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it still still continues to be intriguing and. And entertaining, I think. Oh God, creepy! If this uh, was a Ben show, everybody would have watched it like in the day. Yeah, but do you think it's going to be a letdown? Like, do or do you think it's going to like it'll 
it's got a vision and it'll pay off well. I don't. So, oh, I think it has a vision. I don't. I don't know. But we're just, not, the show still not a lot seems of, so opaque to me. Yeah, it doesn't. There's not a lot of like theory posts yet because I don't. I don't know where it's. Yeah. Going. I don't have I'm, enough to have a theory. Right. right. I, I'm okay with it just in terms of like I. To me, the mood and visual vibe are so powerful. Yeah. That I'm I like that is enough for me to trust that, you know, it'll that I'll be satisfied. Um, even though right right now there are still so many lingering questions. Yeah, I'm yeah, not it's in, definitely gonna be worth my time. Yeah. I'm not in any hurry to find out what's happening and if they want to do like two or three more seasons, I would be okay that with that too. Oh, oh. I have a segue. Yes. Oh. Uh, speaking of shows where we find out what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Dustin. Congratulations. <laughs> well, no, wait. No, let's no. not let's not <laughs> let's... congratulate him. All right. Too much. Well, okay. Why? Because I don't want to. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> We're talking about the after party. Uh, the season finale uh, was last friday and uh like dustin turns out was right Dustin, congratulations dustin you and you and all of reddit were correct okay well i didn't read the reddit because i didn't think that reddit cared about after party did reddit also (laughs) call him yasmin i don't Uh, don't, yet uh, reddit is is much more (laughs) concerned with their accuracy so Mm -hmm. how did it feel Um, to see it finally happen like all of the details that you picked up on were the ones that they yeah that was really cool was to see like most of the details i picked up and some of the things that i thought about mentioning in the post but i didn't because i thought it would be too because i i thought he had two phones but i didn't want to say that because i didn't want to get uh shamed for Mm -hmm. missing that but he did in fact have two phones um yeah and i and but that all the people that were like no it's too obvious now i'm like oh they're unsatisfied with the show now but it wasn't too obvious. It did that not was, feel too obvious. Yeah. I don't think so. That was what was great about the finale was that mm. they gave you multiple other completely plausible suspects. Right. Um, before finally being like, no, it's really him. Right. It was yeah. almost a clue ending. Yeah. And yeah. and the, the other thing that they did, which was a nice uh, a nice surprise, I guess, was that especially, you know, because it turns out Dustin was right, and it was uh, so. It was Jasper uh, who who did the killing, uh, despite the fact that we all still love Ben Schwartz, and yes. he can do no wrong in our eyes. But you know, he was he also did murder. Uh, exactly. But he was a good murderer, and like even yeah. after they was got he? him, he was still funny. He was. Right. He was like but... he was like owning it, and like yeah, oh yeah. He should have done a song and dance number. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the other thing that they did add in, which which I thought was nice, was that you kind of learn that, uh, and this also made some of the Danner stuff. Uh, it, it made the Danner episode make more sense and be more uh, important to the rest of the show, um, because that was the one last week that felt a little bit like you kind of could drop it if you didn't want it. Yeah. Um, but it turns out the other surprise was that she was testing uh, uh, Sam Richardson. Um, and that, you know, she like, so part of, part of this, like part of the surprise is that she knew he was innocent, but 
she she needed to she wanted to be sure that he was like a good guy basically and yeah. not in, in on it and helping with, yeah, yeah 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 and that um, she in fact knew that he was had like was listening into the room the whole time and knew right. when he was in the recording booth and like knew everything right. right so it so it's uh so that was kind of the other the other surprise i guess that we well, gotta feel a little disappointed that like Jennifer Two's thing just sort of like was nothing. No, but I, the payoff for that was that when they kept slipping in the water, and you <laughs> see, and then it was like Danner walking out, going, "Oh my God, have I been like slipping in her amniotic fluid this whole time?" <laughs> like that made it work. Yeah, because like that was one of those it, hints. Yeah, yeah. It made it a joke. Uh, it, yeah. they made a joke out of that over the entire series. Yeah, even like there was a clue, <laughs> just nobody picked up on it. Yeah uh and then so yeah so now danner and uh anique sam richardson's character yep. are uh you know trust each other they're impressed with each other uh she tries to get him invest interested in law enforcement and he's like no but like if you ever i don't know want to help me with an escape room or whatever so they like trade cards mm -hmm. so i'm hoping that's setting up the next season and it's not just like i mean it could be an anthology and it's a whole new set of characters but it right, would be nice like i like i like tiffany haddish and i like sam richardson in this and i would hope it would be nice if they like teamed up mm -hmm. right because it sounded like since they picked it up that that maybe at a minimum tiffany haddish would be back right um as the it, it's like you know knives out Two following uh uh daniel craig right um but yeah with that ending certainly sam richardson could be uh part of her team if we if we wanted which would be nice he could, yeah he could be a consultant yeah i would just like to say that my the thing that i picked up on that i am most proud of okay <laughs> all right is the fact that jasper came in from different directions yes mm -hmm. yes and that and that proved to be actually part of the solve mm -hmm. Yeah, when they when they showed that bit, I was like, Ugh, Dustin's gonna be insufferable. <laughs> so, Dustin, how many times? How how much did you watch the show? Like, yeah, how many times did you watch each episode? Was it more than once or? Well, it was like I went back and I rewatched all of the Asper scenes mm -hmm. a couple of times, mm -hmm. just to track what he was saying. Like it, the end, the last. Um, the last part of it, you know, at the end of each episode, they do the, you know, when they recount the part where he dies. I watched that over and over on yeah. all of the episodes and tried to, like, compare and contrast or whatever. So, Christopher Miller knows what he's doing. Was there any detail that you hadn't picked up on? That you were like, there, oh. There was, but I don't remember what it was. That's convenient. Yeah. It hmm. was. Well, I, I, I picked up on the fact that he had two phones, but I didn't, I don't think I got everything that he was doing with those phones. Hmm. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that he was texting himself. Yeah, you just picked up on the, the security footage. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I know he kept texting, he kept texting, and I was like, who the hell is he texting? But I don't think that I put it together. That And then Tiffany Haddish was like, he never responded to you any of these other texts, and then all of a sudden he responded to this one. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's good, that's good. Yeah. And her calling the number for it to ring in his his pocket. Oh, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> it's a good show. 
was very good. And now it's over. So, you know, your your victory. I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. This is I the know. last time that we will say that Dustin was right. Yes. It, it, it redeems my, uh, you know, the Mad Men thing back in the day. I was the, uh, I was the guy who started the uh, Sharon Tate theory that went crazy all over the internet. And then I became the Mad Men guy and I spent, you know, years predicting how this show would end. And uh, I, I was at Uprox at the time and um, one of my colleagues uh, just like made a joke. He was like, ah, but it's going to be the Coke commercial. <laughs> and, and I fuck, he, he, like, he said it in a post, just like a throw a throwaway joke. And I spent years pouring over the show and then he gets it right with this sort of like, ah, I bet it's the Coke commercial. <laughs> and then he did like a huge victory lap. Like, yes, yes, I was right. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> You know, I think, I I think, the times when they're wrong are can also be they're very educational. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not a that problem. One hurt. That one hurt a lot. Yeah. Well, speaking of pain. Oh God! It's time to move on. Uh, it's round two of uh, our special March presentation. Uh, also known as the Fiscal First Quarter Categorization Challenge. Uh, as a reminder, we started off with 32 television shows nominated by us. Uh, we we're working our way down to a winner via a uh, bracket of sorts. Uh, and it is driving us nuts already. Yep. Uh, and the winner is the show that we'll go back and revisit in uh, probably July, I think. Uh, so... Just to, just to go through it, we, we started off with 32 shows. Uh, we have 16 left, eight matchups for us to argue over this week. Uh, and I, Tori, if you really don't want to, we can do it first, but I kind of... No, no, no. No, no, no. Save it for the end. It's okay. 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 It's going to hurt me no matter what. That's true. All right. Oh, my God. You were trying to be nice to Tori. If, if it had been me, you wouldn't have even considered it. Oh, yeah, You wouldn't absolutely. have given me the option. That's no. Right. Uh, so we we're gonna... gave you your consideration last week when we let you have two additional shows. You got extra shows. Um, also, you were right about. And then you party. fucked me over on. Uh, you fucked me over on the two additional shows. You, you what do you were, mean? What you, are you talking you, about? You're the one who chose the matchup. Doug. Yeah. You put I, Emily in Paris you... against the Good Fight, and Emily in Paris obviously steamrolled <laughs> the Good Fight because who doesn't want to watch Emily in Paris? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I don't know. It's a hit, Dustin. They keep renewing it, right? So well, That's true. Uh, but speaking of Emily in Paris, we're starting there because we're going backwards oh. this week in our bracket. Um, so our first matchup, uh, Dustin's nominee, who made it out of the first round, Emily in Paris, up against uh, my nominee, The Class, a one-season comedy from uh, 2007, I believe. 2007? Uh, anyway, around there. That one starred John Bernthal, right? It starred John Bernthal and many others. I would like to watch The Class. Hey, wait, wait. (laughs) What? I'm allowed to vote. It's a, we just. You're the tiebreaker. How am I the tiebreaker? Because it's my show versus him. So you're, you you are. Dustin, you don't want to watch Emily in Paris either, do you? What is your case? What's your case for Emily in Paris? My case is uh, solely that it would make for excellent uh, podcast. It would be a really good podcast show that other people would enjoy 
No, our listeners suffer through. Nobody okay. wants to hear it suffer through. No, no, the class yeah. will be fine. We, they'll forget about it. We will be like, eh, eh, John Bernthal. But there's not a lot of. It's a really good that. show, Dustin. I think that I've seen it. Was Jason Ritter? No, Jason, Jason Ritter's in it. Oh yeah, I've seen it then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Like people will. It's not that people want to hear us want to hear a podcast about Emily in Paris. It's that our listeners would probably more enjoy hearing us be very upset about <laughs> Emily in Paris. Yes. So from a from that standpoint, given that our listeners are you know don't always have our best interests at heart, I I agree with Dustin. Um. But is that enough? But is that like? Look, we all what's here's the what mileage I on that. We all had fun last week voting for Emily in Paris. It was a good time. Uh, I think. Wait the a second. No, I, I think the no. danger. No, no, the danger. You're not wrong. That like yeah. I think I think people will enjoy that more, uh, hearing that from us. Um, however, the the longer we let Emily in Paris glide by the more dangerous it gets like i but think it's going to be harder think... it's going to be harder to vote it out the later it gets yeah okay fair but you voted for it to stick it to me so yes don't yeah so it served its purpose sort of... it can go but away no, now. right it doesn't truly serve its purpose until i well it's become the champion for us <laughs> it did well no but here's the other thing and then it's you know it hurts us all three. Here, so not... here's here's what I come down to. While I think our listeners would rather us be upset listening, like talking about Emily in Paris for four weeks, I, we have never made decisions <laughs> based on what our listeners might care about. We've That's always true. done this strictly for ourselves. Yes. Um. So yeah, I'm going with the class. You win too, Dustin. It's Jason Ritter. Yeah. I mean, I love Jason Ritter and, and, and Jamie King. J- and it's got yes. a great cast, but I feel like it's, you know, we're going to, it has enough material for like one good episode of the Jive. It's, like, oh it's a hidden It's a hidden gem. Andrea Anders is in this. That nobody's going to, It's a hidden gem, there. Dustin. We're going to, no. we're going to be the, think, put it this way. How many podcasts are out there talking about Emily in Paris? If it's if it's more if it's at least one, that's more than the podcast talking about the class. Fair, fair. We'll be cornering the market. Does have a good cast. Jesus Christ. Nobody talks about what a great cast. Whatever happened to Lucy Bunch? She was on Ben and Kate. Yeah. And then she was in some other stuff. And maybe this can become our our niche. We just, you know, start being the podcast that rewatches like single season sitcoms. Mm Mm-hmm. Obscure single season sitcom. Not yes. even oh, I've got I've got a whole yeah. a whole list of them. All right, all right. Many of them are not good, but I did enjoy them. Yeah, exactly. Which is but probably is like what a lot of people felt about Emily in Paris. This one is good, and I enjoyed it. Right. <sighs> it sounds like the class is moving on. Unless, unless Dan, you're changing your vote. Oh no, I'm I'm absolutely championing the class. Okay. It's one of my few shows that that made it this far because I feel like I got killed in the first round. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Um, all right, the class moves on to the round of eight. Pretty exciting. I did not. I honestly, I didn't know that it was going to get that far. So I'm pleased. Matchups. Um, our next matchup. It's it's weird 
And also, it was Tori's fault, so remember that. What? What's my fault? What? I oh, did? you're the one who did the bracket design. Yeah. Well, no, we all. <laughs> the fault is that we did it chaotically, and so right. we just randomly picked shows without <laughs> any sort of strategy, which right. is how I am fucked. <laughs> is there any chance we'd have taken the good fight over the class? No. No. Right. I didn't think so. Uh, next matchup is uh, Attack on Titan, which was a Tory nominee, and Wonderfalls, which was mine. Um, this is an easy now, one for me. I'm it, sorry. What's okay. e- What's the answer? Wonderfalls, which I I love. Wonderfalls. Right, okay. but Wonderfalls is hard to find. Like I mean, I I love Wonderfalls, but also it's very hard to find. I thought the also, whole premise of the whole the whole idea behind this bracket is that we're going to find shows that we could find. Also, well, yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm not saying the three of us can't watch it. I'm just yeah. saying I don't know that everybody will be able to watch it. Like our listeners, if they want to. Sure. Well, is the class easy to find? The class is actually is available for purchase. So yes. Okay. Available for purchase. Yeah, it's not streaming. So, Dan, I know that you, you know nominated. Is streaming. And we Dan, I know that you nominated Wonderfalls, and I yes. think that was a wonderful choice on your part. I voted for it, I think. Um, last week was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure I voted for it. I think you did. Um, no, I think I put Quantum Leap up. I might have still voted for it. I don't but know. it was only Quantum Leap season one. That was the problem we were running. That was the problem, yeah. So, um, but I just, I I wonder if you would consider switching sides. Mm-hmm. Um, Attack on Titan, I know you're familiar with it, yep. um, but it is, you know, it's an anime. Yep. I think that, you know, I, in the interest of trying to make sure oh, that we, we have more animated content right. uh, to be an option further down the line, mm-hmm. you know, just just throwing it Tori, out there. Just, this could be our chance to get Dustin to watch mm-hmm. cartoons. Right. Tori, uh, just say, I want you to switch so we can fuck over Dustin. It's not just about you, Dustin. (laughs) Sometimes it's about us being entertained. Yeah, and look, Dustin, I enjoyed... I watched the entire first season of Attack on Titan, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, And I I wouldn't mind, you know, catching up on that, which I, you know, I just... It's just one of those shows that I kind of fell off. Uh, It is animated, which is a bonus, because uh, animation needs to be championed, and... uh, and you know it might it might uh, and it is available to watch. It is in it is. dubbed or subbed versions right. on Hulu. So hmm. just you know. So really, it's my vote. Yes. As it turns out, it is. What what episode? Where do you think we'd watch Attack and Like, do you think it would be like selected episodes, or is it like a particular season? I think we would have to do selected episodes because I think part of what makes it really interesting is. Uh, and I, I think we could almost do, like, a season a week. Like, not the full season, but picking, like, certain episodes. Oh, got it, yeah. Um, because I think that, yeah, what I like about it is how quick, how, how the characters grow over time. Because it's like the, the show covers a huge span of time. Mm-hmm. And how, like, wildly off the rails things get. Right. <laughs> um. Until it's like fundamentally, like I, I think I like I mentioned before, like by the last season, the the protagonist in the previous seasons has is is the villain. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the situation has gotten so bad. Like he now is so warped. Right. Um. 
So, uh, yeah. You know what? I think Young Lee Pace. I think. Oh, wait, Lee Pace is in Wonder Falls. He is. Uh-huh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he's right. like the he's like the fourth lead. He's not. Uh, he's okay. not that important. Okay. Oh, yeah, but, but William Sadler's the kind of guy that. Uh, oh, I love William loves, Sadler. Yeah. Don't uh, even get me started. I think, for the purposes of the bracket, I think Wonderfalls is something that we will have to visit at some point. But I think for the purposes of the bracket, Attack yeah, on Titan Blue McClanahan is, is, the, uh, is the <laughs> real, is the true, in the spirit of, of the bracket of chaos, I think Attack on Titan is the better choice. Thank you, Dan. So I'm going with that, and that's moving on. So that'll be a that'll be a fun matchup next week because uh, Attack on Titan versus the class. Oh yeah, now you and I are just going to be like yeah now now entrenched. Then it'll be, yeah, it'll well, be, it'll next be week is going to be me choosing everything. <laughs> well, we'll see about <laughs> that's that. Sad. That's sad. Um, it will probably happen. But, this will uh, be Dustin's revenge. <laughs> All right, our next matchup, uh, Felicity, which was a Dustin. Nominee, yes. obviously, uh, up against <laughs> Eli Stone, which weirdly was a Tory, but feels like a Dustin. It feels like this should be two Dustin picks, but uh, this is. I, I I did like Eli Stone, but I don't even Felicity, know. Felicity is one of the best shows ever. It is, I mean, foundational. It is like everything. I, I really feel like either way we vote Dustin wins. Yeah. And I don't I don't love that feeling. I can't even make an argument for I mean one of I can tell you that Eli Stone has Tom Cavanaugh. That's <laughs> the only reason I put it up in the first place. I can't really argue for it cuz I didn't really watch it. Um well, there and was I song also and dance didn't... numbers which I liked. Right. Um uh, there's probably James some of that Saito is it. in it and he's he's he's, he's wonderful. I love um, I love Johnny Lee Miller. Okay. Um, Felicity has Donald Faison. It has Greg German. It's J.J. Uh, Abrams. Like, you can see early. I mean, it's it's the show that... And Matt Reeves, the guy who did Batman, was the co-creator of Felicity. Oh, he was? You can see, yeah, you can see all of this. The, 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 how the, how are you gonna present it to us? Are you gonna yeah. do a single season? Or are you gonna? No, no. I, this way, I would jump around and show you like important episodes. Okay. I mean, just in the interest of chaos, I'm sticking with Eli Stone. So this one's on Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I I think Eli Stone. <laughs> has uh i think it I, as much as i enjoy it i feel like this is kind of like a i i think there's going to be a limit to what we enjoy i kind of think that that one that one in my head is kind of like what dustin mistakenly believed about the class which is that we're going to end up not having that much to say about it uh yeah. whereas felicity i don't yes so we're giving dustin what he wants but, but we also, can ruin it for him. Oh, we can absolutely ruin it. Okay. I think that's the way, that's the reason to move Felicity on. Well, I mean, that's the reason why it won over Love Monkey. Right. Right. Also, Love Monkey is hard to find. Yeah, that was true. Oh, that hurt. That was hard. Um, All right. Love Monkey just needed to be, you know, in the bracket. But So, Felicity, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Scott right. Foley met his first wife on Felicity, who just happened to be Jennifer Garner. Okay. 
Just throw it um, It's fine. We're, uh, right, we're going to get into all of it when we... Next week, all right. <laughs> Felicity moves on, and uh, it will face the winner of our next matchup, Blown High or okay. The Mighty Boosh, which was, def- if you'll remember from last week, was totally not a last-minute replacement uh, negotiated by Tori. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. So I mean, if you want to pander to me, just let me handle it. <laughs> right. Well, Clone High was my... Uh, my suggestion, uh, Mighty Bush was Dustin's. Uh, so, the so. case for Clone High animation. So there's that. Uh, there's a new version of it coming out either this year or next year. So there's that. Uh, it is streaming. Uh, it's early Bill Lawrence. Uh, it's uh, it's the cast is star studded. Will Forte, Krista Miller, Donald Faison. Uh, uh, other people that I'm not remembering right now. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and it's high school teen angst mixed it's with Miller and Lloyd people. who did the after party. Yeah, yeah, they're all, Lord and Miller. They're also there. So and it was it was uh, it was the voiceover like the voice voice acting was done in the basement of the Scrubs Hospital while Scrubs was being filmed. That's correct. Which Dustin learned from his favorite podcast. That's right. It sounds like Dustin's also voting for Clone High. Yes. I'm not. I'm voting for the Mighty Bush. Why? Because <laughs> I want Felicity to win next week. <laughs> oh, you said it well. I'm voting oh. for Clone High. Come oh. on. <laughs> wow. Tori turning against British comedy. Is so, I will know. Here's the thing. I. Okay. I will justify. So I didn't give any explanation because it technically wasn't my pick last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Mighty Boosh is one of my all-time favorite shows. It has Noel Fielding, and it's it, it is a very weird comedy where the central characters are the same, but it's almost an anthology. Like every season, there's a different setting. Mm-hmm. So the first one, they're zookeepers. And the second season, I think they like run work in a music shop or a thrift store or something like they like it changes the setup, but uh, it's just their adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are weird musical numbers and wonderful costumes, and it's very surreal. And would it help if I told you that that sounds miserable to me? It would, which is, <laughs> I mean, but this is why. And that Clone High, I would really love. But and I would also hand, love, so I already know I love Mighty Boosh. I don't mm-hmm. think that, I think Mighty Boosh would be something that would be harder for a lot of people, not just Dustin to get into, although it is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that basically I really want to watch Clone High and also I really want, um, there are other shows that I'm more invested in that will make you miserable than this one. Mm-hmm. Like I just, there are battles to be fought still, so... <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow my instinct. Clone High. All right, Clone High moves on. Uh, it will face it'll face Felicity next week. Gonna come uh, with like a packet next week. For but Felicity. that means that means two <laughs> animated shows have made it to the uh, to the Elite Eight. Or is that a is that a copyrighted term? The 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 esteemed the quarterfinals. <laughs> the esteemed <laughs> the esteemed eight. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got we were four down, four more matchups to go. Uh, next matchup uh, enlisted mm, the mm-hmm. beloved one season sitcom Dustin nominated uh, against American Gothic, which was Tori's. 
And um, Tori, I'm not going to lie. I am leaning heavily enlisted unless you can make a case. I don't like it's okay. Produced by Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like, I don't know what more to tell you. It is a nineties Southern uh, small town drama mm-hmm. where Sarah Paulson probably at like 18 years old, it had to be one of her first roles mm-hmm. is dead for the entire show and is still a main character. Uh, and she's just fighting with Gary Cole, who I think is like a demon or a devil. Um, and then, you know, supernatural soul fighting things happen every week. Um, I'm pretty sure at some point Bruce Campbell gets eaten by beetles. Like he's a one, he's a single episode guest okay. star, but I think he gets eaten by beetles. Hmm. Um, Here's something that's confusing to me. Is, okay. Uh, Gary Cole isn't it yes he plays sheriff lucas buck right Ex- lucas, and, the... and lucas black isn't it? yes <laughs> playing not sure. lucas buck correct he's, he's playing someone else he is playing someone else yeah sheriff cole uh let's it is a this. wonderful show and like oh tina lifford's in it evan rachel wood I feel like this one got through because I changed my vote because it really does sound like something I would love. It's just so much fun and it's not very long. It's just Yeah, it's what, three years and twenty two episodes? But it's seasons? Yeah, it got I think it was one of those I, I gotta look up when it aired, but I think it was either like one of those half season replacements and then it got another season because it's only there aren't that many episodes. I think it's there like was like a 20, big production gap. Twenty two episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's only one season. There's one season. It just was spread out. Oh. That's weird. Yeah. No, I mean, the show got absolutely screwed. <laughs> but huh. it's delightful. And as a curiosity, I I just... Who else is going to talk about this lost, you know... Stephen Gagan was a writer on it. The guy who wrote Syriana and Traffic. Also, uh, Dr. Doolittle. Dustin, here's, a, uh, here's something that that should make you vote for it is uh, it was created by Sean Cassidy, who besides being a teen heartthrob and singer, uh, oh, wait, he, is that he, same Sean Cassidy? Jeez. It's the same Sean Cassidy. Uh, and he's also a, uh, an executive producer on new Amsterdam, which is your second favorite medical procedural. Uh-huh. Oh. Paige Turco is in it. Still sticking with him. Also, Jake Weber. I love Jake Weber. There was a time when he showed up in everything. <laughs> Fine. Wait, wait. No, I haven't. I haven't decided yet fully. I'm still thinking. I mean, look. The the, the good thing is that I, I will say American Gothic is something that I will probably it it'll be hard for me to watch it outside of this kind of context. Like exactly. It, it sounds fascinating. Um. And but I know that like I will probably just be like oh yeah that show and then forget about it. Um, whereas enlisted, I have seen many many times. Well, I so, love the idea of introducing it to our listeners. That's that's the thing. That's what I. That's what makes me think enlisted. But it's do such we? A good show. But do we do things for our listeners? No, I think it could be like a mitzvah 
for uh, you know, and Mel Rodriguez is oh wow, Mel Rodriguez. I just well, here's the problem. So this is what the issue. You two have seen Enlisted, so you know it's a mitzvah. I could be sitting here going, trust me, American Gothic is a mitzvah, and you guys have no no way of knowing. That's true. That's true. And it, to me, it would be one for our listeners and for you two. I'm giving you the gift of forgotten '90s. And the other the other thing is that supernatural. The last time, yeah, super, the last time. Tori uh, con- convinced us to watch something. It was pretty good. Yes. I mean, uh, the I last will... time we, we made Tori watch something, it was also pretty good. So I, it, it's really, it's really, I think this one could go either way. Um, I will concede that American Gothic would probably provide more to talk about. Because unless it is just like, this is a great show. I love this. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of like, a lot to say about it besides it's amazing and funny and heartwarming and great. We could go on a whole journey of discovery together <laughs> with American Gothic. All right. Just yeah, yeah, do what you want. No. I I think. <laughs> all right. I think here's what I'm still gonna vote enlisted. Okay. Uh, I I don't I I think I do want to watch American Gothic at some point. Uh, That's but... okay. If we do another bracket, I'll just bring it up again yeah but i think i think enlisted moves on also i'm not gonna lie i'm peeking ahead and i don't think i don't think it matters which show we oh, pick no. in that matchup because of our next matchup. i know <laughs> i know so uh so enlisted moves on uh our next matchup it, it, it will face the winner of our next matchup which is gravity falls uh nominated by dustin falls. versus <laughs> justified which was nominated by tori and Justified. I don't know how Justified loses. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I'm voting Gravity Falls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tori, make make the case, Tori. Well, I've never seen it. Okay. Well, I've also we never seen Justified, justified so it's completely okay. even. It's I'm, really just you want. No, here's cartoon. my. Pro- well, no, no. Um, I realized that Justified was the second way that I fucked myself. Because <laughs> um, there are shows that I nominated because I genuinely like them and want to watch them with you, mm-hmm. and none of them are going to be justified. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did it to myself. Yeah, and it's like, and it's really hard because, like, if Justified wins this this whole bracket, I'll sit there and go, like, cool, it was the show that I picked, but it's the show that I'm not invested in because I've never seen, like, right. It made sense at the time, but from a sport, I didn't understand how brackets work. So I'm really like, you guys can pick it and it'll probably win this whole thing. But like, I will not vote for it. I will say. Because I'm angry at myself. Tori, I will say, I think you will enjoy, if it makes it all the way through. I'm not saying it will. And that's why I picked it. I know I will enjoy enjoy it. And I would like to watch it with you guys. and and, And not that we, again, we don't, I know we don't make these decisions for the audience but that is one that people will watch along and enjoy with yes. us for sure so. I, I i am will be completely happy if it well i won't be completely happy because it means that things that i actually cared about got knocked out <laughs> but i will be happy to watch it right like so it should it should continue to go forth but as a matter of principle i will probably not vote for it <laughs> I, I just want to add that before we select Justified, mm-hmm. uh, because Gravity Falls is my choice, that you should watch it, because it is. I do not like animated shows, and it is my second favorite animated show ever. 
It also has Jason Ritter. And <laughs> the it has the guy who does Bender. Oh, John DiMaggio? Yeah. Hmm. No. Yeah. Is it him? I thought he was Fry. I'm getting everybody confused. Oh, wait. Well, John DiMaggio. Whoever he plays. He's Fry, Bender, I don't know. right? I don't know. I don't Isn't he Bender? Him. I don't know. I think he's Bender. Okay. It's got a uh, Gravity Falls has an outstanding voice cast, and they have like amazing guest hosts like every week, or guest voice people. Mm. Also, T.J. Miller's in a lot, so I wonder where. Mm. All right, um, good cases for both. I'm, no. I think Justified's moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so Justified moves on. It will face Enlisted next week. Uh, R.I.P. Enlisted. Probably, <laughs> yes. Uh, but we'll see. It'll be interesting next week if it's like me and Dustin voting for Justified and Tori voting for Enlisted. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> but we'll see. Who knows what's going to happen? We don't know. This is not. We might feel differently. Um, it depends on what we're drinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I might uh, have to get some feisty alcohol. <laughs> All right, two matchups left. Uh, the next one, uh, pitch. Which was my oh. uh, my nomination? It's uh, that I love. up against uh, Shameless, which was a Dustin. Oh fuck! So a one season show about baseball versus a fifty season show about I don't know drinking. Drinking. No, it was about being poor in Chicago. Okay. And there's eleven seasons, and I would be very selective about which episodes to watch. I would be happy with either one, but I think Shameless is like a really good show to to watch in this particular kind of experiment. Mm-hmm. Like Justified, it's a good show that everybody can see, and like Justified, it's also a show that you don't have to watch all of. It just sounds exhausting. Oh no, no, it's a comedy. <laughs> And Pitch, on the other side of it, had only 10 episodes. That's true. Uh, so we could watch the whole thing. Uh, yes. It has Mark Paul Gossler. Hot Mark. Everyone, everyone I, loves yeah, him. Yeah, I love him. Uh, Mark Consuelos, isn't it? Uh, no, not Obviously, no. Kylie Bunbury is the lead. Um, so Allie much. Larder, Dan Loria. Uh, if, you like, uh, if you like Fox... Sports personalities and like Katie Nolan is in there in the background as herself. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't you I, ever you watched Pitch, right? I I did, but I don't think I knew who Katie so, Nolan was at that time. Okay, so she had her show uh, Garbage Time on Fox Sports at the time, and so there were time it was just like in the background, but like there were times where like you're walking through like the clubhouse, and then they have Fox Sports on the TV, and like sometimes it was her doing commentary about because it was like about oh like the first female pitcher and like she covered a lot of like women in sports issues so it's like her giving commentary on like what's happening in the show ah. but like as herself um, I go Corey, for imagine if okay nope I'm not gonna I, I will not gonna say remind it. you that Shameless has Jane Levy uh, Joan Cusack I know I've seen I've seen some of Shameless and it is good but it's oh, not like yeah, I watched like the whole first season at least, maybe some into oh. the second. Um, I, I, you've seen it. I can't do, do much more to convince you. Yeah, like it was good, but I also was like, there was a reason I stopped watching. I don't know what that reason. I don't remember either, but 
but the idea that there was that much more after I stopped watching makes me like, uh, it just feels like a lot. But it doesn't have the episodic hook of like angels or demons or ghosts. You know, the things that get you, keep keep your interest. Mm-hmm. Well, keep your interest. Right. Well, I'm speaking for myself. That's right. <laughs> so pitch. Is so your... pitch. Yeah. Right. Pitch I mean, moves yeah. on. Another one that probably, <laughs> probably will not make it out of the next round, but. Um, but still, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that Pitch has made it this far. Uh, mm. All right, we're down to it now. Now it's time, Tori. <laughs> so, final matchup of the round. It's uh, two Tori selections that were, through circumstance and confusion and chaos, uh, forced to meet in a round where, far too early, they probably should be meeting, if Much not later. in the finals, at least maybe in like the semifinals. Yes. Uh, but it's DuckTales versus Pushing Daisies. Um, I'm oh, assuming I mean, Dustin... Either way, vote. I'm going to be happy. Right, but I'm assuming Are Dustin you? will vote Pushing Daisies. I will vote Pushing Daisies. Of course you will. Yeah. Look, uh, should I make well, my I'm, argument for both of them? I'm happy yes. either way because you will be miserable. I will be Not, miserable. Yeah. All right, so my argument for both. Pushing Daisies would be the absolute perfect show for this format. It is short. It is absolutely beloved. We would all actually enjoy it. People are really into it. It is worth constantly revisiting. There's pie. (laughs) It kind of ticks like, and it's supernatural. It's like everything is perfect. It is a perfect television show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Except DuckTales is perfecter. And DuckTales is animated and Dustin hasn't seen it. And it's the cast is so good and like the writing is so good and it's so heartfelt and it is so funny and I just really (laughs) like here's the thing we've all tried to get Dustin to watch DuckTales Mm -hmm. he has not done it there is no amount of bribing his children because producer Seth has tried um, you know harassing He, he has not done it the only way I can figure out is to rig a bracket to, f- to make it a part of his job right? so that he has to watch it with us. Right. So what I'm saying is I understand that there are wonderful shows in this bracket, but I just, I'm really just asking that we all unite in pushing DuckTales through as far (laughs) because also my ideal and I understand that there are wonderful shows here but I really just want to get to a final round of where it's DuckTales versus Justified (laughs) and I want to spend an entire episode of Pachaiba arguing about it Um, also it has Yasper in it so I don't think they're gonna the way the bracket worked out they're gonna be in the semifinals they would face off together. They would face off. They wouldn't face off in the final. Oh, they won't face each other. No, no, no they, no, will, they will, will. But like earlier than they wouldn't. Oh, okay. face, they would face each other before the final. Oh, fine. See, this is the whole thing. I don't understand. <laughs> Why can't they face each other? Just we should, we should face each other. It. No, they, they won't face uh, each other. Just not in the final. And not at the end. Okay, whatever. 
Uh, I get the DuckTales well, versus gonna, Felicity gonna, or whatever. I'm going to vote DuckTales so Tori is Are you serious? Yeah, because yes. I want it to be Tori's no, choice. No, you you just... You just... What? Cave to Tori. No, 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 no. I wanted, no. I, I was going to vote... I was going to vote opposite of Dustin no matter what, so that Tori would have to choose. And Tori's, yeah. Tori's making her choice. Yeah. I choose... Yeah. And this is hard for me because, because truly pushing daisies is... I mean, Pushing Daisies should be in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> or as close to the finals. Closer than this. It should be much closer to the, mm-hmm. than this. Um, yeah. But that was... And look, I'll take the heat for that. I I nominated it too close to DuckTales. I nominated it at the wrong time. I should have held it. I should have put it up against Felicity. <laughs> Knock that bitch out hey. right off the bat. Um, God damn. But Tori, this is, this is the thing that... that Look, not that this is modeled on anything that has to do with, say, college basketball tournaments, but uh, this happens in in other brackets all the time, where like you know two two powerhouses that should should they deserve to meet later just end up through bad luck or bad planning, end up you know meeting way too early. Yeah. Um, and everyone's a little mad about that. Well, hopefully this is a, a roaring success and we'll do it again next year and we can pick up the pieces that were lost along the way and, and try again. <laughs> uh, all right, so DuckTales moves on. Yes! Uh, we have, we have, so we're down to eight, uh, which we'll, you know, we'll do that round next week just to, uh, just to preview the matchups. It'll be DuckTales versus Pitch, uh, <laughs> Justified versus Enlisted, uh, Clone High versus Felicity and Attack oh. on Titan versus The Class. So we have three animated shows, which is pretty good. It's almost like we've got an agenda. Two, two sitcoms and three dramas. So not bad. Uh, I think I think we're making good. I think we're doing good work here. Is what I'm saying. Um, mm. No mm. Lee Pace. Lee Pace has been ousted from the tournament. So it's Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh also gone. Uh, All of our heroes. No, yeah. Jason Ritter's still there. So. Jason Ritter's still there. He um, had two, and and and. And there are like a couple of indistinguishable Scots. Tim Oliphant's still there, so. He's all we need. Yeah, he really is. Hey Dan, uh, what yes. are the what are the chances that this bracket somehow ends in the Mandalorian? <laughs> I mean, look, no one, I'm not going to say it's, it, it seems like it's impossible, right? But I don't think we can, I don't think we can rule out the the, the sudden shocking appearance of Pod Jaiba's uh, best show of 2019 and 2020, and also 2021 somehow, even though it didn't air technically. Yeah, uh, reruns. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, it's, you know, it's always, there, there's always chaos to be had in, in the, uh, fiscal first quarter categorization challenge. <laughs> so, uh, I think we've done good work here tonight. This is hard. I agree to disagree. Oh, we should have done, gone with Psych. Oh, psych? yeah. Psych would have been a fun. It would have. I've it always have. wanted to watch Psych. Dustin, you didn't even nominate it. I, yeah. I know. I did. It just slipped my mind. Yeah, but no, but Emily in Paris made it. <laughs> Dustin, if, make mistakes. if Psych had been there, Psych would be in the would be still be alive because I think it would have been the class. Like I might have voted for Psych. Yeah. 
Well. Well. Well, this is. What I can do about it now. <clears throat> well, no, there is. We can. Right, we no, can but, push but, forward no, with our ideas of wild card, sudden, <laughs> sudden entrance sudden, brackets sudden things. Entrance. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that works. Well, it technically doesn't, but. Wow. <laughs> it, it could. It could happen. I mean, look, the mighty Bush uh, somehow made it in after not being nominated. Not actually being nominated. So yeah. Wow. It's definitely possible. Um, but. Uh, I think that's I think that's it. That's the show. Sounds good. Um, Whiskey Cavalier suddenly is in the bracket. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, don't worry about it. Just It'll be fine. It. Um, this uh, is that's fun. That's the show. It was fun and also not two hours. So we we did it. We're doing a good job. We're getting there. We could have a secret track at the end that we starts could, up but... at like one hour and you know fifty nine minutes. Uh, JS will be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So maybe not. Well, not. We, we at least can't. You know, announce it. We gotta. We gotta do it just randomly again sometime. That's true. Don't listen to one hour and fifty nine minutes on this yeah. episode. Uh, no. Everyone, re- remember to go check your Netflix thumbnails for the weekend getaway <laughs> and compare it to your friends. In Twenty One Bridges. And 21 Bridges. Also, everyone remember that today, as in March 9th, mm-hmm. uh, Kung Fu Season 2 returns to the CW. That's true. probably like 8 or 9 o'clock. I'm not really sure. I think it's 9 o'clock. Is it 9 o'clock? Survivor. Yeah, yeah, it's up against the second hour of Survivor. So, you know. Oh, is it one of the... Yeah, it's one of those two hours. So, you know, watch Survivor, but DVR. Do people still have DVRs? I still do. Probably, but also like two hours of Survivor is an awful lot of Survivor. You could it probably is. just like check it at the commercial breaks. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I, uh, I'm gonna watch both, definitely, Same. totally. So you know, uh, for no reason. But uh, anyway, uh, that's the show. We'll be back next week. More TV to talk about. Maybe even Picard. We'll see. If we watch it, yeah. If we watch it. <laughs> Uh, Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.